0: Okay, everybody, hello and welcome once again to The Wardroom Ship Life. We have got a new podcast coming your way, but steering away from the departmental interviews today, we're going to be looking at what it's like to be a woman on the ocean waves and how things might have changed over the few years and stuff that these wonderful ladies have been sailing with us. We've got Zoe Myers at the moment. Give us a wave, Zoe, in a podcast that's obviously useless because they can't see you. However, um, (laughs) um, where are you from?
1: I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Excellent stuff. Lovely. And how long have you worked at Seaport?
1: I've been with Cunard for about two years and before that I worked on river boats in America.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. And um, what do you do? What's your position?
1: I am an entertainment host, a senior. Thank you very much. That's <laughs> <Down>
0: straight. Excellent. <laughs> and um, we'll move over to Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hello. And the same questions to yourself, my lady. Can you just tell us a little bit about what you do on board?
2: Um, So I switch between crew services manager or assistant manager payroll. So that makes that part of the crew office, which falls under the HR department on board. Fantastic. Lovely
0: stuff. And last, but by no means least, we have the wonderful Claire Williamson. Hello, Claire. Hi. Hello. Hello. And what do you do on board and how long have you worked at SeaPort?
3: Okay. I am social hostess.
0: Extraordinaire.
3: Um, (laughs) Extraordinaire, damn right um i have well been with cunard for five and a half years but you know the last half a year we haven't really been doing anything so five Mm. years of working
0: yep (laughs) exactly (laughs) yep very honest very honest um right so basically just for today i mean um this is uh, off the back of we've just seen recently that there's been quite a lot of in- information coming up on the Celebrity Edge with Captain Kate McHugh. Um, She's going to be having a full female deck team, so I thought that it would be nice to just raise awareness and let people know. Well, um, just if you are thinking about going to see in a similar sort of vein. Um, that we had with the departmental interviews. This is just a little bit of a helping hand. So if you are um, a woman at the moment, you're looking to go and work at sea, this is a little bit of an insight into what it is like to do that. So we'll start off with then, um, when you went off to work in cruise ships and things, did you feel like you were going into a more male environment or was it not really something that came up? We'll start off with Zoe on that one.
1: Um, I was really interested to see it, to be honest, because. I thought, especially going into entertainment, I mean, I guess men can be funny sometimes, but I feel like (laughs) women are pretty great. Um, No, so I was curious to see if that was going to be kind of a nice mix or mainly dominated by one of the genders. Um, And when I first joined, I had mainly males. I believe it was myself and two other females and we were, um, all entertainment hosts juniors. So we were kind of the lowest of the department. Um, but I think since then it's really, it's always just kind of a mix. I've worked with mostly female dominated teams and I've also worked with mostly male ones. So sometimes you just see what you get.
0: Yeah, no, but that's obviously within your department. Did you feel like from the ship as a whole, um, it was, it was sort of, it's not like dude. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I would say ship as a whole. It's probably more male dominated. Yeah, I, I feel like I definitely see more males around, not just working, but also in like crew areas. Yeah, I tend to see them more, you know, on Burma Road, in the gym, in the bars, stuff like that. Yeah, which I'm, you know, exactly, yeah.
0: you know <laughs> those, me. Those those three favorite places of yours, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, same over to you, uh, Claire. So, how about you? Were you were you aware that you were going into a male environment, or was it just a job for you when you first applied? So, from going from the shore side thing to being onto the ship, did you was it even something that crossed your mind?
3: I had no idea, to be honest. I didn't know what I was applying for, I didn't know what I was doing. I think I was too busy thinking about leaving my life behind and venturing into the unknown. It didn't even occur to me, to be honest, until I'd been at sea for a little while and then people start talking about women at sea and you hear about different roles, and oh female captains and it's a big deal and I didn't realise until people started talking about it that it was actually even an issue. my first team was, yeah, mixed. I, like Zoe said, we've worked with mixed teams. Sometimes there's more women, sometimes there's more men. I kind of never really notice it until it becomes something that we then have to talk about. And then I stop and think and go, actually, yeah, hold on a minute. There is a bit of a, an, an imbalance, but maybe, I don't know, I, I never really f- felt it or really noticed it. But that was probably, like I say, because I was too busy thinking, I don't know what I'm doing. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that, that's fair enough. I mean, the first day is always pretty daunting. You just don't really know sort of which way it's going to go. So as I said, it's, it's probably a testament. that It's probably a good thing that this wasn't something that necessarily you were aware of, which means that hopefully that stigma is starting to dissipate a little bit. It's just a place where you can go and work. Um over to Rachel. Um, when we're talking about um, the interview processes and things like that, when it comes to getting these jobs, obviously from a shore side point of view to going on board to the ship, do you feel that it is always the best person that gets the job that goes for the job when it comes to working at sea, or do you still feel there is a little bit of a um, a male bias in that in that respect?
2: Um, I, it's kind of hard to tell, really, because obviously they do follow an interview and screening process. And I don't necessarily think that's something that would come up at, at that resourcing stage. I think generally it differs from department to department. Obviously, there are some departments that are very male oriented, for example, like deck and tech. Um, we are seeing more women come through to those. And that I think is something that the company is really trying to push for and celebrate. Um, you would see on like some of their social medias, they're kind of like highlighting some of the women in those departments. But I, I don't necessarily think there's like a prejudice there, like from from a hiring perspective. I think it's just a case of, you know, who they're getting applying for the roles, and particularly within departments that are more traditionally male orientated. Mm. And when you look at the male to female ratio on a ship, it is still very much male dominated. Like for example, so let's say Queen Elizabeth, that's got a crew figure of 980. Probably only about 300 of those are women.
0: Mm, right so it is still but is that mainly due to do you think um that a life at sea suits suits men better or uh, that's that's really yes. bad there's a really poor way of me putting that but i think you roughly know what i mean because it's not necessarily I, yeah. it's like obviously a, a, a family life isn't necessarily for everybody but it's difficult I, yeah. for both but it's obviously, for harder women, women.
2: obviously it differs again from culture to culture because you know we have some cultures on board where it's very much normal for the women to go and have children and then come back to sea and leave them with like the grandparents to raise
0: yeah definitely Um,
2: but I guess particularly with more of like the western cultures that's not really a thing so I think for a lot of the women it's like it's more of a temporary position like that there's again you'll see less and less women that actually have careers at sea
0: just because it's sort of what's because obviously the longevity of staying at sea obviously there's there's lots and lots of um sort of dads and stuff at sea which you see obviously all the time um i mean do do you feel that obviously then that obviously once you've had a kid it's a lot harder to come back and and do both really yeah it'd be a lot harder yeah
1: it it seems kind of
3: Yeah, it seems like women have to make that choice, whether they're going to choose to have a career at sea or whether they're going to choose to have a family because it doesn't seem to me that you can have both because, you know, even in the sense that, fine, even if you're from a culture or you're okay with then leaving your child with grandparents or whatever, you still have to give birth to that child and you hear about men that work away at sea who miss the birth of their children. I'm sure that's absolutely awful. I'm not in any way belittling it. Women don't have that option. We still have to go away, (laughs) have the baby breastfeed it, get better and then choose whether to come back or not. And those are choices that men don't have to make. So it's a different decision and it's different thought process.
0: Uh, Do you feel that that's possibly then why, because I mean, we do see quite a lot of um female deck cadets and things, and and engineer cadets as well. Uh, quite recently, especially Rachel, you were saying that you, there's a few on the Elizabeth, um, female yeah. engineers and stuff. So it's, but is that do you think that's why then we possibly don't see a lot more women in the more senior roles, sort of thing? It's a lot. Do you reckon that's why it's taken this long to for us to have a, a female captain? Is do you reckon that's down to that? Yeah,
2: I think well let's put it this way like for the example that i gave with the females in the deck and tech they're all younger they're all usually sort of in their sort of 20s and i don't think i've come across a woman like a an older woman at sea who has children yeah yeah i don't know uh, like uh, like unless you're counting like the cultures where it is normal um i haven't met like for example captains hgms but, uh, yeah, I've not. I don't know any that actually have children at home. Mm. Oh, Zoe does. Yeah, yes, Zoe. <laughs> you can...
0: um,
1: just touching on that. So I think what's really interesting, because with obviously the cultures of when um, they just leave their children with the grandparents and stuff, it's even like for me personally, I've had quite a few people ask like, "Oh, so how long are you really gonna be at sea? Because then aren't you gonna want to start a family and all of that?" So I feel like as a woman if you're interested in cruising a lot of people put that pressure on you of okay you have to make a decision is is this just going to be something you do for a couple years to get the experience and have fun or do you want to make a career out of this because it's kind a lot of people kind of have that assumption you can't necessarily have both you're either in it for the long run or you come back on land and start families and all that jazz Hmm.
0: i mean that is a that is a pretty um standard question to be even to guys as well i mean it depends on how involved they want to be i suppose with with their family and stuff and it's it's each to their own however everyone wants to deal with it but as claire mentioned like girls don't really have that option you're going to be close to to the situation whether you'd like it or not there's nothing you can really do to get away from that um I'm just trying to think what next. Do you feel that obviously working at sea, we've got quite a, a strict hierarchy and things. So basically when we move into certain areas or um, when you get a promotion sort of thing, you can rely on the fact that you are visibly in that position to help make it easier to delegate and things. Um, do you feel that obviously as time has gone on, that would help um help uh, women at sea or anyone that's trying to progress really do you think that's something that actually helps um we'll start off with zoe you haven't spoken very much recently you can start off
1: thank you so much um yeah i would say it's definitely helpful because that's one thing that i do appreciate about cunard is from my perspective they really do kind of lay out that this is typically where you start and if if you want to work your way up here's all the different steps that you can take to get to where you want Um, And so I think that's really great about the company itself. Um, And I would definitely say it is really interesting because in terms of men versus women, I have seen quite a few women in those higher positions who have obviously worked their way up, but I would say that I've typically experienced more males in that. And I'm not sure if it's because they've been at sea longer um, or they're more
0: qualified for the position or anything like that um Mm. but yeah yeah no fair um same same thing to you claire anything to add sort of to that
3: um no i think zoe's kind of covered it. it it is i think it does help i'm trying to phrase this in a way that it doesn't sound like i i'm i'm saying something i don't really mean having your your position visible regardless of gender is always going to be helpful, isn't it? Yeah,
2: Of course. Yeah, and that no, doesn't yeah.
3: matter. So having people recognize you have X number of stripes or you're in this particular role, I don't necessarily think it matters so much. It does with individuals, obviously your gender does matter. And there will always be people that don't necessarily take you as seriously, but as a, as a general rule, I find that just having that hierarchy helps in all situations anyway Mm. and occasionally you might see some people that maybe don't have so much respect for people if they're female but it doesn't tend to they'll still I think they still respect them they still do the job Mm. or do what they've been asked to do you might get some back chat but (laughs) I've never seen someone outright say I'm not listening to you
0: yeah no I mean I mean that happens regardless I mean yeah exactly yeah (laughs) I mean regardless of which way you could (laughs) You can, you can be you can be told to F off at any particular point, regardless of exactly, whether you're male or female or anything it. like that. I'll, uh, I've told you, haven't I? I and I'd love to say that I didn't deserve it, but, you know, I'm not about lying. Uh, so, we all know. We all know, mate. I, I think all three of you have probably told me to fuck off at least once or twice. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> no, have no, you, no, not, no. Sure you not? I'm sure you must have done... I've
3: probably no. done it enough I for you right friend. now. Right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was only because i was starting okay. to torture geffen and uh and i think that was possibly <laughs> I <forgot about> it. <laughs>
3: yeah. how could you you monster
0: for those of you that don't know it's a little bit off topic here however geffen is a um an inflatable welsh dragon that we use to guard the prizes on the queen mary too and he's still in the cupboard there in the locker he, better be. he is I, I blow him up to make sure he looks good uh, okay. but yeah, anyway, <laughs> if any harm comes to him mike no, no, no. Trust me, I'm I'm aware of the punishment. Um, <laughs> um, so, do you feel then? Um, well, carry on, with Claire. Um, do you feel that um, because of the the awareness that has happened in the years before you guys came to see, do you, do you feel like it's no longer um, as important? And do you feel that like, we're raising awareness, not necessarily for yourselves and for the company you work for, but as like to be an example to other people. Do you feel that's more why we raise awareness for it now? Because obviously all of you have said that it's pretty much, um, you know, you work hard, you get the job. But how, how do you feel on that?
3: I think it's still important to raise awareness and it's important to show that we as a company and we as individuals support equal rights, whatever they are, whether it's gender or any other kind of equality. I think that's important because... It might not be something that we have necessarily experienced on the ship or in our day-to-day lives, but there are still places in the world that do experience it. I mean, places like Saudi Arabia. Only a couple of years ago, started to give women the right to drive. Yeah. We still need to be showing that, hey, this is how this is how you should behave, and we are setting an example, and we we condone equality, even if we might not necessarily think it's it's important anymore or maybe I know I certainly know from comments that you see on posts online and stuff there are certainly some some men not all men I know that do get their back up by seeing it and say well when's International Men's Day or why aren't we supporting this or why aren't we supporting that but I do think it's important for those those places around the world or those cultures or those businesses that haven't yet adopted that equality to show that that we we do and
0: we do take it seriously no exactly yeah okay no that makes sense how about rachel anything to add on that one
2: yeah i mean i think it should definitely still be celebrated not just within our industry but in in any industry like which it is but um i think particularly when there is still such an imbalance between men and women on board the ships i think it's definitely still important to raise awareness and to show that you know, we we do have a choice, and we can choose to live our lives the way that we want to. And ships just gives us a, a, an opportunity to do that. Yeah, uh, this
0: I mean, it, even if anything, even if you, we did get to a point where everyone was happy with how things were, I still think it's important to celebrate it. It's just a reminder of where we've come from, as a sort yeah. of like to all of the all of the people and the women and stuff that definitely fought for all of these things and fought for the, for these um for just to be treated as an equal essentially it seems like a very reasonable request i don't understand why it's taken so long um but anyway (laughs) it it seems like really reasonable thing to ask for (laughs) um it it doesn't seem to be that difficult um but i mean obviously i don't think it'll ever it'll ever really sort of it it shouldn't ever go away sort of thing It, it should be always a chance to celebrate those people that have that did stand up to a system that wasn't working at the time and sought to improve it. Um, anything to add Zoe, anything from there?
1: Um, I was basically just going to say the same thing in the sense that um, typically I feel like there's still that stereotype that it is men who go to work on cruise ships and men who go to kind of experience that type of life. Cause I feel like that dates back to, I mean, for example, like with all of the different ships um, and trader ships and um, all of that, where obviously those were completely male dominated. Um, So I think it is something to celebrate that even though we're not equal in terms of the number of male and female on a ship, it's growing and it's becoming more common and more accepted that, yes, a woman can come and work at sea for however many years she'd like and she can work her way up and it's not something that people should question of well can that gender do that
0: no exactly i completely agree um just on the other side of things um do you feel just to i'm going to ask this question just to play devil's advocate do you feel that you get more opportunities um as a woman especially when companies are looking out to be seen to be proactive in this area. Um, Do you feel that you get, that there are more opportunities sometimes afforded to women? Do you think that some roles are saved? So then a woman can then fulfill that role or if anyone gets pushed just for the sake of the company, Uh, start with Rachel.
2: Not really. no. No, I don't, not from what I've seen. I mean, somebody else might have a different perspective on it, but I think, I think probably that like it's highlighted more and it's like celebrated more when it is a woman that does something so that's probably the only thing but i wouldn't say that they're like outrightly hiring a woman to tick a box kind of thing
0: Mm. no that's i just thought as i said it's not something that i sort of necessarily see and couldn't say that it's something that i do but obviously um companies do draw attention to when, when we have International Women's Day, the first thing they do is, okay, ladies, everyone who's in, everyone who's, uh, everyone in stripes, all ladies in stripes, or all ladies, we're going to go and have, and it, which is, which is perfect, it's what it's for. But the idea is, it, I, in my mind, the sort of thing, it should be like a, a celebration and bringing people together and at least me- creating awareness, in fact. So when you do that, you sort of then go, the guys will then go, oh, it's nothing to do with me. And then they move on because they're not necessarily involved in it. Do you find that that's a a regular attitude that some men would take to that? Or do you think we're sort of past that now where it's taken just as seriously? Uh, I don't
3: think that we're past it. No. I think, um, for example, I won't obviously name the name of it, but there is a group on Facebook that I believe we are all a member of and they sometimes post different things going on different ships or whatever around the world and they posted something about the all-female crew that are going to be sailing with celebrity and some of the comments underneath from people maybe they meant maybe they thought it was funny maybe it was meant to be a joke maybe it wasn't meant to be serious but those comments are still there they do still exist so I do think it is important to still push that forward and say no we celebrate this we celebrate these people in these positions so I don't think it is something that's necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it is something that's, that's trying to single it out or virtue signaling. I also think, you know, I've been asked to be in these photo shoots for International <laughs> Women's Day. I've appeared on the stairs in the lobby and smiled with the rest of them. Um, and to me it's not felt like push the women to the front we usually hide them but for this moment push them (laughs) to the front for me it just kind of felt like celebrating you know we were like kind of proud i felt proud in that moment to be like yeah heck yes you know however many years ago somebody like me wouldn't be stood here with all these fantastic other women and i am and i'm proud of that so maybe other people think oh shut up but for me i'm i'm proud of it
0: that's that's good Uh, zoe would you like to contribute
1: of course, you always known. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I think in different departments, like say, deck and tech, where it is male-dominated, um, I don't think anyone is expecting like, oh, if there's not a woman on the team, then like something's wrong type of thing. But I think when there is a woman in the engineering department or uh, on the bridge or something, from my perspective, and maybe it's not just, you know, their team itself, but from other people, I feel like a lot of people are kind of like either, oh, that's really cool, like, good for her. And they're almost surprised that someone got on, like a woman got onto the bridge and is in that department. Um, and I feel like some people might either hold her to either higher standards and say okay well if she made it up there like she needs to be better than all the other boys up there or they might be like well you know she's probably not going to do much but she's there type of thing so I feel like it's still important to make sure that I like I don't feel like women are getting special treatment for saying okay you want to apply to this Sure, we need a woman up there. I think they're looked at even harder than maybe some of the males.
0: Yeah, I mean, you sort of raised an interesting point out there, one that I hadn't really thought about, and that is the fact of when when you're looking for the best of the best, it's really easy to do that because if you're looking at the, the CV between a man and a woman, and the woman is better than the man, it's fine. You just go with the woman because it's easy. You're looking for the best of the best. It's Those people that aren't necessarily quite as good at their job, and that applies to men and women who can both be really awful at their job, (laughs) but they should both be given the exact same chances. Do you know? I mean, mean, same chance to be shit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's it's quite true. I mean, like it's when you work in a professional environment, you're looking for, as I said, the best of the best professionals all the time. People that work really hard. No one's going to begrudge anyone that's worked hard to get there. But it is the same point, the same token, you you know, if you are bad at your job sometimes, and that can be for any particular reason, the fact that you are male or female shouldn't come into contention with that. So say, for example, you were a female deck officer and you weren't particularly good at it. You should just be judged at not being a good deck officer, not being not good because you're a female sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that's a little bit I don't know i find it quite interesting that i haven't really quite thought of that before because i suppose it's just oh. open for everyone to be <laughs> as good or as shit as they choose to be
3: <laughs> i um, think it is still yeah. something though that people notice more if mm. you are a female in those particular roles i mean just from what i've observed because obviously i work in a department like i say that sometimes has more females or whatever but just from what i've seen from watching because there is not so many women in those positions. People are more interested. What are they like to work for? What are they like? And there is always that stereotype that um, people say, but it's true that if a guy is tough and mean and hard, he's just a (laughs) professional. And if a woman's like that, she's a bitch,
0: but that is true.
3: It does still apply. And there are still women that are just out there being tough, being firm, doing their jobs and holding people to a high standard, which they should. But people say, I don't like working for so-and-so because she's a bitch. it does still happen it is still it is still a factor so even if you do get women that work their asses off to get into these high these high positions they do still have to keep on working they can't let their guard down for a second because they have to prove that they deserve to be there
0: exactly um, I'm going to potentially open a can of worms here considering I have two of the entertainment um, ladies with me at the moment so when it comes to doing quizzes do you feel that the men get treated differently? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> ass, but, you know, oh my god! <laughs> I mean we do as we as we mentioned, we do have um you get treated differently from a male to a female from a presenting and a hosting point of view. Or when you're just out there with with the guests. We'll start off with Zoe.
1: Um I would say definitely, because especially like with the company we work for and the type of guests that we, we get on board, um, if we're kind of in the, you know, UK area, typically we have some, you know, posher people, people who don't necessarily want to see a woman, you know, doing crazy things. Um, and so it is really interesting you bring up that point, because I, I personally have noticed a difference where if I'm hosting a trivia question, and say like, I tell the joke that goes along with the question, but it might be maybe a little... sexual or a little you know something like that some people are gonna be like oh that's not very professional she shouldn't be doing that on the stage whereas if mike for example were to say the exact same thing people are like oh he's so funny
0: i can do a 15 minute monologue about (laughs) self-manipulation during landslide (laughs) nobody cares uh but
1: (laughs) i think it is definitely for us like we really have to i don't want to say have our guard up but we have to really think about what we're going to say in front of those guests. Whereas I feel like males can get away with a lot more. Uh,
0: yeah. 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 I, I, I would be to intend to agree with that sort of thing quite a lot. How about you, Claire? Do you feel that way from, obviously you look after the ballrooms and things and that's obviously a lot of mm. ballroom dancing, a lot of hosting in that respect. Do you find that it's, it's the same in, in that, in that context of hosting, or do you reckon they're, they're warmer to you because of it?
3: they're warmer actually I think for whatever reason and I'm I you know I shouldn't be grateful for it but it makes my life easier so I am (laughs) people expect to see a woman in the ballroom they just do it doesn't surprise them to see me there it's fine I get a lot more respect in that venue than I ever did um in my previous job um I still get people that are difficult, but I find that I don't have the same issues getting them to respect me in that situation and in that position that I ever did um, uh, in in the previous entertainment host role. Um, I remember how infuriating it was to have to be rescued by men when I was hosting... Something and people were yelling at me and I have to, you know, whether it would be you or any of our other male colleagues would have to come along and say, hey, you know, you can't speak to her like that. And it would drive me insane that my authority wasn't good enough compared to, you know, to you or whoever else would have to come along and say, you can't speak to her like that. And again, it's not everybody. I think it probably is just because we have a certain age group and they are used to different things. The world has changed since they were young or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. but you know and it is something that we <laughs> yeah, back okay. in my day um but yeah it, it is something that's different and something else that I sorry I am really talking no here. no I'm it's sorry. fine you
0: carry on <laughs> cool. it's fine um
3: I've had a wine it's yeah. it. um <laughs> something else that I actually hadn't really thought about until we started talking about this I assume you don't get it maybe you do I remember being stood on the stage in the pub trying to host something and being told by a guy in the front row that he was never going to listen to anything I said while I had a skirt on as long as I did. I mean, no, I haven't. That kind of thing is
0: no. and I'm supposed to
3: just go ah, ha ha sir, yeah. that's so funny it, you know that kind of thing is is does still happen and maybe it does happen to you i i don't know
0: no no my skirt is always the right length um <laughs> i figured. right high heels <laughs> exactly no, sorry well, i actually well, we've got I, your pantyhose on I, I, I give my audience what they want um <laughs> anyway. but um but no i i mean um I, obviously, it's not, so, I mean, it's not, just to be clear, if if there are sort of any guests listening to this sort of thing, it is not everyone by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, God, no. We're no. talking like 95% of people are absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just the difficult 5%. Um We yeah. just tend to find that those people are more difficult to girls than they are to guys. I mean, it's still the same people causing trouble, but they just seem to be that little bit nastier to, yes, a little bit nastier. <laughs> To, to the girls and you're right it's infuriating you can't just tell them to to get out whereas you can have one of the guys come over and go i think that's probably enough actually sir do you want to go and have a seat over there and they just go they do as they're yep. told the worst yep. thing is that if they stood there and shouted at me at least then everyone will go oh well that makes sense <laughs> no, they, <don't. laughs> they leave they back off it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah. it, it is awful um but not just um but that's not obviously just something that happens from the guests to the crew. Obviously, Rachel, you deal with a lot of the crew as well. Do you find that um, some of the crew are more ruder to your to your female members of staff necessarily? Um,
2: I think they're more willing to stand up to them. Mm, um, yeah, I that's would, probably much particularly nicer when it's um, <laughs> when it's like I think there's probably more respect, like for like the, a male manager, mm. I would say. Then, I I mean I haven't really come across many cases of it so this is just like a bit like of a perception um but I think it's like it's definitely less I think amongst the crew because I think there is kind of that strong sense of like community within the crew that's not to say that it doesn't happen and I think there are probably uh, like still cases of a lot of disrespect between those genders but I don't think it's I like not to the extent like you're you're describing in yeah. like your department I would say, but what's interesting actually is what I think Claire touched on was actually the perception that women should be in certain roles on the ship. So for for example, like for me, when I have to attend cocktail parties and I'm in my officer's uniform, yeah, I can't tell you the amount of times people go, "Are you a nurse?" <laughs> because they just i'm in an officers uniform i'm a woman i must be a nurse and yeah. like it works both ways as well because we have a quite a lot of male nurses as well yeah and there's still that perception that that' sh- like they like nurses are women you know and yeah. i think that is still very much a thing
0: i mean there is there is definitely a lot more crossover in the roles and things i mean for example like we've recently um over the last few years the the crew staff role which three of us here have done that used to be Part of a dance host role. That's why you used to come on board. You were a dance host, and then you'd also do the other little games and stuff. And recently, we started to have female dance hosts and things, which isn't, which is actually really difficult, um, really, really good for us to have. I mean, um, myself and Claire have been. Well, I've only just started covering a bit of the social host role, but obviously Claire's been social host for a while now. Um, and but the thing is that the, the female dance hosts have to learn twice as much because they need to be able to do because other women like to dance with the female dance host as well as men wanting to dance with the female dance host so a female dance host needs to know how to lead and how to follow as well so she needs to be able to learn the dances from both sides which is um which is pretty impressive and, and also the, the social host role um that was predominantly and as far as i can remember when i first started what 10 years ago um it was always it was always a woman and now i do it
2: so it's, <laughs> So yeah. I can touch your feminine side, Mike. It is indeed.
0: Yeah. Yes, uh, yes. So obviously, I, I learned. I learned from the best. Uh, Tommy obviously kept me fully involved. <laughs> there we go. But um, so Claire, how do you, do you feel that there are sort of like a change in the traditional roles? Do you reckon it's it's no longer a a woman must? I suppose in the ENTS team, there are still those. You you should be a woman to do this, and you should be a man to do that. As opposed for certain things, um, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you does it bother you in the slightest or
3: No, it doesn't bother me because I think that traditions are a good thing. Mm. I don't think we should get rid of our traditions. No. Nope. But I also think, Do you know what, if you don't believe in me, this gives me a chance to show you why you're wrong. No. So that's fine. Doubt me if you want. Let <laughs> me prove to you why why that's not correct. So it yeah, it's always there, but I I it doesn't bother me. It should bother me. And I think yeah. if I was to face it in a, in a much, in a, in a more way, but because it's only sort of something we're s- lucky enough to only be slightly aware of, like we said right at the beginning, it isn't something that's shoved in our face. No one's no. ever come to me and said, like people, you know, in years past and women trying to make it to captain or, or whatever have had to deal with. I've never had anyone come to me and say, you're a woman, you can't do this. Yeah. So I've never had to deal with it on that level. It's just been um, subtext. You know it's been implied it's been snide comments here and there and it if it, it it just fuels me yeah. so i mean you know and you're talking about female dance hosts having to do to do both steps but you know ginger rogers yeah, said,
0: I, yeah no. does
3: everything a man does but backwards and in heels So
0: <laughs> he knows what's up exactly um how about you zoe Were you sort of now now that you've been at sea for a little while and you've um, witnessed a couple of International Women's Days and stuff like that. Do do you feel that now you're aware that awareness that's already strange thing i Now you're aware that awareness had to be made. Um, does that sort of how, how do you now perceive yourself as, as a as a as a as a woman working at sea?
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with Claire. because um, I think it's it is one of those like sometimes depending on your role, people wouldn't expect as much from you if you're a woman, or again, they would expect a much higher standard. Cause I feel like sometimes as a woman, because again, with the ratio, it's mostly male dominated. So when people see women in these roles, they, it's almost, I want to say a rare commodity, cause it's not rare, but it's a little bit different than what they're used to. So they're going to keep their eyes on you And a lot of the times I feel like people will look for mistakes that you've made or even say like, for example, say I'm having a bad day and I make a comment to another coworker. They might be like, oh, well, she's PMSing or something like that. But then if a male coworker says the exact same thing, I feel like people don't necessarily judge it as much. So I think it is really important to again, have that awareness of like, we're all equals, we're all doing the same type of thing. So there really shouldn't be a huge difference in how people view each other no I feel like I want a weird tangent with
0: that but no no that's fine, honestly I, to be honest with you half of the time for most of these questions the wording is so important when you're trying to discuss any of this to be honest with you which is really so if anybody is upset with any of the wording that I have chosen for any of this please know that no ill intention was ever implied it's just a case of me not being able to say words properly um and that's a testament to uh well uh, my education um <laughs> So I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna throw my school under the bus there while we're doing this. Um, no, no. <laughs> um, so, um, so Rachel. If, so we'll we'll finish off just by going round um, to each of you. So if you had any advice for um, a new uh, a new person to see a new woman at sea, um, what would you what would you give?
2: Um, I would say like just you know don't be don't try not to get like too overwhelmed I think particularly when you're new to see it it is very overwhelming because it's a completely new environment and you know there are plenty of women on board I know there's less than the men but you know it's not I don't think it's holding you back like you can you're you have every opportunity that, that the men do there's just less of you on board so you know find your girls (laughs) and and celebrate your international women's days and just enjoy the time however long that may be that you're on board because it is a great experience and you you do develop a family and i would never i would never deter a woman from coming to see because for me it's been one of the best decisions i've ever made
0: it is it is an amazing thing to do i mean i i Well, I well had a few years away, and then I had to come back. It's just something Mm -hmm. that doesn't leave you, so it is really well worth it. It It's really well worth it. How about you, Claire? Any any advice that you'd like to give to any budding aspiring social hostesses?
3: okay well I will tell you what I tell anybody when anybody asks me land or sea or guess at anyone is do it don't even think about it just do it it's scary but it is so worth it it is 100% the best decision I ever made in my life (laughs) um it was something I thought about doing for years and I was too scared what if what if what if who cares it honestly is the best thing I've ever done I've met some truly amazing people
0: why thank you Yes. (laughs)
3: Yes. <laughs> that depends on what happens to get in. But, you know, I've met some people that are not just friends, like it's corny to say, but like Rachel yeah. said, they do. They become your family because you spend all day at work with them. You spend all your social time with them. You spend every second of every day when you're awake with these people and they do become your family. And you get to experience some of the best years of your life you know how many people spend their day off taking a helicopter ride around wherever or going to one of the wonders of the world or there's so many amazing things you get to do Mm. by choosing this life I wouldn't second guess it at all don't even think about it it's worth it.
0: it it most definitely is and over to you Zoe what have you got for us
1: Um, I would basically say like, I know a lot of this talk we've been saying, you know, the differences between men and women and how they're viewed and stuff. I would say not to be intimidated because as we've mentioned quite a few times, we haven't really directly experienced the whole, you're a woman, you can't do this type of thing. Um, So I'd say not to be intimidated and to just go out and experience it because as both my fellow friends have said, it has been truly, the time of my life. And especially with this pause in cruising, it's only made me appreciate it that more where I just genuinely am like, I need to get back to sea right now. Um, Cause you do develop that family and it's, it's an experience like no other. And so in terms of men and women, um, like a lot of the times, like you don't necessarily feel afraid to go and speak to someone. Um, even if it's not in your department. So for example, in HR, if you want to go talk to a female person about, you know, whatever you've got women in HR, you've got women in pursers on the bridge, there's women everywhere. So even if it's not directly in your department, you always have someone you can go and talk to because it is a family and a community and we're all there for each other. So I say, do it, live <laughs> your best life
0: Yeah, and not, come I do. Say, I would have to say, though, that, that I think a lot of women that do work at Sea, they like, very strong people, like, in general. I mean, I'm not saying that people that don't are not, but in general, these it, it takes a lot of guts to leave your family behind, to go off and say that you're going to be away for four to six months, to do that sort of thing. So there are a lot of things that are scary about it, but there's a lot of people there that are really just wanting to... Just strong people that you can rely on. And there's always someone, if you're having a bad day there's always someone to turn to. And that's not just for women, women, that is for men as well. There is always someone there that you can turn to to help you out. So if you are thinking about going to work at sea, don't hesitate. You might not have, you might not know it yet, but your best friend is probably waiting for you somewhere in the middle of the ocean and you just haven't turned around and met them yet. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> <Looking you guys. laughs> the, these, but anyway,
2: three best friends that <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no uh but yeah no, i am i'm absolutely. um yeah it's, it's an absolute pleasure obviously to have to have met each of you and work with the, all of you and stuff as well and hopefully fingers crossed we get to uh go back and doing some more interesting things and for those of you that have been listening to the podcast thank you very very much for tuning in as i say this is just it's just a little bit of an insight it's it's for people's opinion on how this works there are obviously um examples of when um you might have been singled out for being a woman or anything at sea um and you might not have had a particularly good experience either because things do happen whether you're on shore or on um, or at sea um but just try and find someone that you can actually sort of Talk to about it and then get through it because there are a lot of people out there that will want to try and help and make sure that things work. So this uh this is just a little bit of an insight if you are thinking of going to work at sea. These wonderful, wonderful ladies here have been helping me talk you through it. Thank you very much, Zoe. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rachel. Bay. Hey. Thank you very much, Claire. Hey. 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 <laughs> Well, there we are. Thank you very, very much for tuning in, folks, and we hope that you've enjoyed it, and we look forward to seeing you the next time on The Boardroom Ship Life. Take care, and sweet sailing.